0: health and well-being, and we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. Hey you guys, welcome to the podcast and today I have Bruce Pitcher on and he is a celebrity weight loss TV show trainer and he has a super unique story and he's going to talk about his story and where he has come from from ultimately abusive childhood to weighing 420 pounds to losing that weight and he was a contestant on the abc extreme weight loss edition season four and he is the best-selling author of the book larger than life and he has a youtube channel And he has kept over 200 pounds off his body over the last nine years. And so we're going to talk weight loss today and mindset and everything in between. So thank you for joining us. And here we go. All right, Bruce, thank you for joining me today.
1: Yes, good to be here.
0: So I'm excited to have you on because you have a very unique story And ultimately, you have, you know, grown from an abusive childhood to become this celebrity weight loss coach. And, you know, your journey is really incredible. So if you could just kind of jump right in and share with our listeners a little bit about you and your story and how you've gotten to the point where you're at now.
1: Okay. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, like you said, I was on a, a reality weight loss show. I don't know if very many people have heard of it. It's called Extreme Weight Loss. It was on ABC with Chris and Heidi Powell. And I was on that show about nine years ago now. I can't believe it's been nine years. So <laughs> nine years ago, and it changed my life completely. Obviously, I used to weigh over 400 pounds, 420 to be exactly. And so, and over that course of the year, I lost over 200 pounds on that show. And, but it was also confronting those demons that you talked about. Like I was sexually abused for my father from eight, to 14 years old and then he went to prison actually for other kids not me in particular so it was other victims and everything Mm -hmm. else so it kind of turned my life completely upside down when i was in high school and everything and went through some really dark times after high school and, and put and obviously covered it up by my addiction was obviously food you know without even really knowing it that's what i turned to and it got me to be over 400 pounds. And and at the time I thought, you know, I don't know why I was eating so much and everything else. And like, I just thought it was kind of like social because food just looked at as a social kind of thing. And now looking back on it, there was so much emotional baggage and everything that went along with it. And it was crazy because in that year, my dad's parole hearing actually was up in my show. They didn't know if they were going to be able to get like cameras in there or anything like that. And they asked me if I would go in there and like confront him. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, Especially when I was 400 pounds, I was like, no way I can do that. Because when somebody's in that state of mind, I feel like overweight or whatever, my confidence isn't like booming, you know, and to confront somebody like that, that did that to you is really tough. And, but it was over the time, it was like about nine months. Um, I was almost done with my weight loss journey on the show and, and it came up and I believe in God and everything. And so I think he had a plan um, and to shape it that way. And we were able to get cameras in there, which is insane. Never happened before ever. They usually don't allow cameras into the court hearing and it all happened and it naturally happened. And That was kind of the biggest impact that my episode really did on so many people. And it was great that I lost over 200 pounds and it's great that I had this transformation, but it was actually that is the biggest thing. The biggest takeaway that I've taken from my experience is showing people that have been either sexually abused or through kinds of things they can overcome it and become exactly who they want to be in this world. And that was kind of my biggest accomplishment in my opinion of my life. Um, and, uh, and it just translated into so many things that I do now. So I, I always look at what I went through as a kid as a blessing. I look at it as like, it was the biggest blessing that could have ever happened to me in my life. And I know so many people think, that's crazy to think, but it's helped me shape who I am today. And, and to be here today, I want to be on this podcast. You know what I mean? It, it, it wouldn't have happened, you know? And it, and so I'm very, very grateful for all the things that have happened, you know? And, and I know it's just a different way to look at it, but it was, a, it was a choice that now that I could take control of my life and decide
0: what I want to do with it. So, yeah. Such an amazing story. And you just nailed it on the head. It's like when we can get to the point in our lives where we can – be thankful for the good, bad, and the ugly, and just own it and be like, this is a part of my story. It's not who I am, but it's just a part of what I've been through. And I think you're right. You know, there's always a bigger plan that we may mm-hmm. not be able to see, especially, you know, you being a child. I mean, And going through high school and, you know, your dad going away for, you know, all that. I mean, I can't imagine what you went through. One thing, I have a curious question for you. I've worked with a lot of people, you know, on mindset and weight loss and things like that. And one thing that came up in a session with a client was surrounding weight and physical abuse. And we just explored, like, the possibility of could that, you know, that weight be an unconscious protection mechanism. Like she said, if I look like this, and we're like this, no one's going to want to touch me. And she doesn't want people to touch her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I think a lot of times, like, we, you know, we forget about the psychological aspect of all of this, you know, Mm -hmm. food is a socially acceptable addiction. But with any addiction, you go beneath it. And there's, that's where the root of all the things are. So I don't know how that. Yeah. You, but I think the- you're spot on.
1: I think you're spot on with that. With the people I've worked with, they've said the same thing. Like, and so I've, people I've worked with, it's like, you wonder, so they start to lose the weight. And I'm sure you've done this deal with this too is, and then they self-sabotage, Right. And they're like, oh, why do I keep self-sabotaging? And I think it stems back to that. I think because I came to the conclusion it was like, okay, even when they – because I work with a lot of females and they're wanting to get married or find somebody. And they start to lose the weight and everything else. So saf- self-sabotage and it's almost like, oh, man, because they're afraid if they get to that point and somebody doesn't like them that it's like, well, maybe really I'm not good enough where before they could have leaned on – I've been overweight, you know, that's the real reason no one can like me. I'm, I'm not good looking enough. I'm, I'm overweight. I'm not physically fit, you know, all those things. And they can lean on that in some ways. So I've talked to a lot of people dealing with that. I'm like, you also got to look at it as like I always tell them, you, you could be using that as a card. Like here's a deck of your cards and you're going to pull that card out right now to why you can't get to the potential you want to get to. Why you're not getting to the goals that you want to get to. And and it's like and that's where I did for a while. Like, right? Like, the reason I'm 4 pounds, oh, because I went through this as a kid. I was sexually abused. I'm not, you know, I'm broken, all these things. And it's like I was using that card all the time. And I'm not and I'm not saying that like you shouldn't and and it's a bad thing, but look what that led me down. Look where that path that I was going, you know. And it, and it was just not good. And that's I kind of talk to a lot of people about that. I'm like, well, at some point you got to let that go and be like, this isn't my protection. It's a card now that you're using to give your out because they'll go talk to people. At least is what I think they'll go talk to people about it. And majority of the of the world and society will be like, oh, for sure, for sure, you went through that. You, of course, man. That's that's a rough problem for you to have. And it's just like, no, that's the problem. It's like, no, it's not. It's you want to get better, you know, and and. And really, I give a lot of credit because I went to a therapist because, unfortunately, I, I got to the darkest, darkest place and I tried to take my life and everything else. And I ended up in the psych ward for two weeks, but it was the greatest thing that ever happened. And I literally had probably the best therapist in the entire planet, I feel like, because most therapists, you know, and every time that I would say something, I'd be like, oh, so you're using a poor me. And I was like, at first, I was like, this guy's the biggest Punk ever like he just doesn't get it, and I was talking. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's another victim mentality." And and I'm <laughs> never... looking
0: for validation. To yeah, stay in, to stay in your low vibrational frequency and yeah, in your life. You're like, "Damn it, I'm not getting validated here." Yeah, and I yeah. always time. <laughs> yeah,
1: all this time I got validation, you know, without even realizing that I was looking for that, you know. And then I'll, I'll never forget when he told me on my last days of Bruce, you can either go out into society and not let your dad have the power over you anymore or go live the life to the fullest and decide what you want to go do. And and it was one of the biggest, most powerful things. And, and then a quote that I've lived by ever since then is I was like, you know what? The one thing that you do is you – the one thing that you have complete control over is your attitude. So I always say – You don't inherit your attitude. You choose your attitude. Mm -hmm. So it's like I have taken that approach ever since that moment and it it was a game changer for me, game changer for me. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because I feel – I think it's such a touchy subject because it's like you don't want to be like you don't care about what they went through or they're doing this or no one touched me. But I think a lot of the times it's their excuse for not getting them to that to that point that they want to get to. I mean, I, I will I, I yeah. like to tell that to them. So So yeah.
0: sometimes with clients and this kind of like makes them kind of lift their eyebrows a little bit, but sometimes I'll be like, wow, what a gift you are given. And they're talking mm-hmm. about something horrific, right? Mm-hmm. And, yep. and that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I know through my own junk that I've been through and those that listen to the podcast, a lot of you know a little bit about my story, but you know, it's like just being thankful for all of that junk and being able to move forward. And I think, I think the real like challenge, there's a couple of things that came to mind when you were talking. One is the betraying of yourself, right? So you're saying like when you get in your own way again, and you in that victim mentality, it's like the worst betrayal is the betrayal to yourself. And you're Mm -hmm. sitting here saying you have these goals and you want to do these things and you want to live this life. But then now you're turning your own back on yourself Mm -hmm. and going back to your old ways, which is like, I mean, I've been there a million times. So like, that's like the worst, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing, and I think a lot of listeners might want to play with this, is you know, cause I've helped a lot of people lose weight and then there's gaining weight back. Right. Cause back in the day mm-hmm. I started off, you know, just telling people to exercise as if it was going to save their life, you know, which it does, but it's not everything. And then it's like, okay, no. you got to eat healthy, but it's that mindset. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, that of what you've been through, oh. you know, yeah. completely shifting that mindset, but taking the word weight loss out of things, because I think of the subconscious brain. So like, there's people that are like, yeah, I got to lose weight. I got to lose weight. But subconsciously they're their subconscious is like, no, you're not losing anything else in your life. You've already lost your relationships. You've already lost your self-confidence. You've already lost mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So then I think there's a self-sabotage there. So some of the things we use is like shedding weight or dropping weight mm-hmm. versus a loss, because I think we can all be triggered with the word loss or, you know, when things get taken away, we're like, oh no, I want that more now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. And stuff. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. exactly. 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 So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Super fascinating.
1: It is. I love it. I, I could talk – I love getting in the discussions of weight loss of like – of the my, mindset of really what it's all about because I'm like – because I tell people all the time, I you can get the perfect macro plan, perfect workout plan and you can Google those things and they're all going to work. You know what I mean? They really will. If you just stick with it, they're going to work. But if you don't fix upstairs – because people ask me all the time, how have you done it for nine years? Like, Because there's a lot of people on shows that do yeah. the weight loss shows that gain all the weight back You know? Mm-hmm. and I'm like because I dived in that year to work on the mindset, like there's no tomorrow and, and since then keeping it all going and still continuing to learn, you know, cause I just tell everybody, I'm like, tell you fix the upstairs. It won't matter what you do. If you want to gain it all back, then don't go ahead and follow some quick macro thing and quick workouts thing and not and bury all the other stuff behind you and good luck. You know what I mean? And so, and, and it boils down to like, I always tell people personal integrity. Like you were just saying, like, are you going to do – like we're going on the new year coming up here, and there's going to be so many people that are going to be like all excited and everything else, and they're going to go bust it out in the gym, and and they're going to commit to these massive long workouts. I'm going to go an hour in the gym, and I was like – and I'm like thinking if you're just barely getting started, just commit to 20 minutes, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Or 10 exactly. minutes, and, and and then you build from there. Do You build your integrity, and then you build that belief up, and it's not like, oh, I, I'm, I'm that – I take this self, you know, like you were saying, that self-confidence, that self-love, and make that commitment, and all, and don't stop at nine minutes of fifty-nine seconds. And when that's ultimately the most important thing to you, like, would it physically matter? No, it wouldn't. But what it does is it mentally matters if you stop that one second, because you're the only one that knows when you put your head down at night if you did it or not. You know, right. so yeah. Oh so. yeah, that
0: self control It's it yeah. I think I think the other thing since the New Year's is, is right here in front of us coming up. Also, like for people to reflect, like what is your goal? Like what do you really want? Because I think all too often we set our goals based on society and what other people have for us. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like how many people are going to college or like, I don't even know why I'm here or how many people are doing things in their life. And, you know, and maybe it's, maybe it's not diet and exercise. Maybe it's just working on your communication. Maybe it's like being organized at home. Maybe it's, you know, like these things that, are eating away at you, but you're not addressing them, that should be more of the goals, right. Yes. Versus, you know, setting these crazy lofty goals of, you know what I mean? I think thinking big and setting big goals are important, but then is it truly your goal, mm-hmm. right? Is it aligned with your true authentic self is mm-hmm. I think the, the next step of the question that's really powerful to ask yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Cause it's like, Everyone's going to have these huge weight loss goals and everything else. And are they going to put any of those like, oh, that's great. But it's all the baggage that you got beforehand to get you to that weight is, is not a goal that you're working towards now. You know, like you were saying or like the, th- the other thing I always heard is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, you know. And that was like one of the biggest eye opening uh, things I ever heard because it's like, yeah, if you can't go the little detail of organizing your house. And what makes you think you're going to be able to organize your own personal life and get it. to or run?
0: Mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's so true.
0: No, totally. And I think too, like, you know, you, what an amazing opportunity to work with Heidi and, you know, have an opportunity to be on the show and to, you know, have all those resources. And, you know, obviously you have that opportunity because, you know, God and the universe had a, be- a bit a bigger plan for you to share your experience with other people because that's what it's about. It's about experience, and that's why I always am pushing and recommending like for people to get coaches, like get mm-hmm. a coach, get a mentor. Y- you know, you can listen to the podcast, you can read the books. That's really good, but having like even a therapist, like having that person that's going to not allow you to believe your own bullshit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: And and just kind of call you out and help you redirect, you know, and remind you of what you've said. Mm-hmm. You know, and remind you of the accountability and showing up. And so that's where, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people will go online and buy these weight loss programs or these supplements or, yeah. you know, these workout online programs. But you know, there's also another element of accountability and hiring someone to specifically work with you. Because I always say after high school, most people don't have a coach anymore most people don't have a mentor mm-hmm. or after college or military, you know, and they get in their 30s or 40s and they're like, why is this so hard? It's like, well, mm-hmm. you're not getting graded anymore. You don't yeah. have that accountability. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: So so how have you, well, what I really want to know, and I don't know if you think back to it. Okay, so you were on this high of this plan, this fitness plan you were on nine years ago. And I can imagine that you came off of that whole program and you were on this big high. Was there any point where you felt that dip, right? Because we go from these highs to these lows and then there's everything in the meantime. And I'm just curious what that, did you experience that and what was that like for you and how did you pull yourself back up?
1: Yeah, that's, that's so funny you say that because it's literally, oh, it hit low of lows, right? Like everyone thinks you come off finale and they're like, oh my gosh, your, your life changed. Oh, look at you now. And I literally, I didn't know where the heck I was even going after the show. Like it was just done. And then you're like, okay, what am I going to go do? And literally I ended up living back into like basically the back of my car, or my trunk, living like that for like ever because I what I did is I was like, well, I don't know what to do, but I don't want to go back home. I don't wanna to go to my old environment. I want I, I'm gonna to have to change up all this stuff in order to truly transform because if I walk right back into my environment, I'm gonna fall right back on my face and I'm gonna gain this weight back. And so I literally just went home, packed up my car and drove back out to Colorado where I was successful and started working, um working on on season five of Extreme Weight Loss actually as a cast coordinator and a trainer on there. But I didn't have anything to do. And it was low, low, low. And I was like, gosh, what am I going to do with my life? And it was just a constant... Um, I didn't, I was living in basements. uh, I was living, I was showering at the cast members place and come back out, open my suitcase out of the trunk, get my clothes and go and then back and forth. And it was a scramble, but I was able to, like you were saying a blessing earlier, like a blessing of what I went through as a kid to know how to survive you know, and know how to get, know how to like, I always say, grab a towel. That's my little thing, like a solution. Cause there's a story behind that, but that's a different story in another day. But <laughs> it's like, you grab, you grab a towel in any situation that happens and you figure it out, you know? And so, and that's kind of what happened And it was a load though. I was just like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. And, but it was getting up every single day. Cause I think a lot of people think now that I have this coaching program and my own YouTube show, and everyone was like, "Oh, you just like probably rolled right into the sunset." And it was like, absolutely not. Like it took a long time and a lot of work to build this up to where I where I am today, and I'm not even close to what I want it to be, you know. But it's uh, it's 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 taken a long time, but I hit a low of low. I could write an, I wrote a book about all my life before the show, and I could write a book after for sure about after, and it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the thing about, you know, when you're building, you know, your career, and when your career is more public people will look at you know where you are now and assume that that's you just got like that just happened right yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. like you're right now this was nine years ago you know and there's that saying that people over predict what they can accomplish in a year and they underpredict what they can accomplish in a decade or they don't even plan for a decade mm-hmm. right people are so focused on what can i get right now and do right now in this instant gratification that you know i mean i look back 10 years ago and the 10 years before that and the leaps and bounds i've grown you know mentally you know with my you know relationships with my finances and it was just yeah. like you know and don't you think it's interesting like i don't know if you experienced this but like nine years ago like because where you are now if you would have been able to say where you are now nine years ago would you have said oh if i make it to like where you're at right now nine years ago you would be like oh i've made it that's all i need like yeah you know what oh. i mean like
1: yeah, for sure. We for sure. Talking.
0: Now
1: Yeah. And now now I'm here. I'm like, gosh, I got so far to go, which is a good thing, you know, but you're exactly right. Nine years ago I'd have been like, sign me up, I'd be riding yeah. high. Like the point that I get to do that, yes. Because I'm going to the Rose Bowl in a couple days and I'm just like, I would've nine years ago, there's no way I would have been able to go to the Rose Bowl. Figure it out how to <laughs> out there pay for it even fit in a seat lo and behold but yeah so it's it's great
0: it's great yeah I mean I think that's like the really cool thing about the long haul of incremental growth Mm -hmm. is that you realize it's that process that is so enjoyable and so changing and it's not that end goal because you get to the goal and it's like this is amazing this feels so good and now it's like wow there's so much more I can discover there's Mm -hmm. so much more I can become, you know, and so I always, I, I wrote a book called Stop Bullying Yourself. And there's only one point where I think that that to keep achieving gets in your way. And that's when that inner bully in your mind says, yeah, good job, but you're still not good enough, mm-hmm. right? Right. So there's a certain push and mindset that like, keep going, do better, do better. That's very healthy. And then there's that one mindset that's like, no, you have to do this. Right. So I think when you can get to the point where you're like happy where you're at and you're still growing and you're excited and it's not through judgment, it's just through like love and compassion of Mm -hmm. moving forward. I think that's like such a special Like place to be, and not everyone gets there. And I, I say that with a smile because I feel like I'm right there at that point, you know.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure, for (laughs) sure.
0: Yeah. Do you ever find so one of the things that I've really learned um, on my journey is um, letting go of the need to prove myself to anybody else or convince anybody else of anything.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
0: with weight loss and being a trainer, it's almost like. I don't know, like, you can share your story, but do you feel like there's a certain point where you stop trying to convince people to do the things that they need to do? And you just, I don't know, I don't know, like, how I'm trying to word this, but you know, cause you're, cause when you're so passionate and you've achieved what you've achieved, like you want to like throw it up over everybody yeah. and be like, dude, yeah. I did it. So of course you can do it. yeah, right? yeah. And there's yeah. a certain point where, you know, you have clients that do you feel like you're trying to convince them to show up for themselves? And there's a certain point where it's like, you've got to give up on trying to convince them.
1: I, no and Yes. Yes. Cause I, cause I know exactly what you mean. It's like, I'm going to give you all the things. Like I tell them all the time, like I'm going to give you all the things. And you're right. I get frustrated sometimes working with some people because they're like – i will come and be like, I think I need this. And I and I literally have to go. I'm literally a walking billboard of what works. I said, I think some of you guys forget. I've literally got on my team calls or whatever. And I'm like, I think some of you guys forget. I used to weigh over 400 pounds. So I'm not literally just telling you that. And not that I picked up a book one day and read it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got it. Just like a college degree <laughs> gets you a piece of paper, then whatever. But I'm like, I've literally lived it, did it, worked at it, and still working at it to this day. And those struggles that you have with food I have the same struggles those psychological things that are still coming I have the same thing I get up in the morning look at my shoes for 20 minutes 30 minutes sometimes I'm like I do not want to go work out right now but I know I have to and I'll drive to the gym sit in my car for still this day 15 minutes like I don't need to go in well maybe I will and then I go in there and do it but it's just like it's still this day and I'm like and sometimes yes I get frustrated so much But I'm like, all right, the only thing that brings me back to be like, I won't give up on you is because it took a long time before I finally registered and clicked. Like before it was like, dude, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, maybe it's just going to take this person a long time, but hopefully one day it clicks and they're ready to go. But I mean, that is where I become really frustrated and really passionate, like you said, because I'm literally in the moment with them still. Like just because I'm lost the weight, it's nine years later, I'm still a fat guy. Like I still am that guy that wants to go eat food and go sit in my car and eat it, put it in my center console. (laughs) Like just, I'm
0: still that guy.
1: So yeah, without a doubt.
0: Yeah. I think too, one thing you said is like people that are always looking for, like the next thing, when it's like just if you can just do the basics, like just do 10 minutes a day, just mm-hmm. eat an apple each day, you know, mm-hmm. just get your seven hours of sleep, drink your water. Like, it's like until you are, you know, optimizing those foundational things, I think that the looking for the next big thing and always questioning, like, oh, well, should I be doing this? Should I be doing yeah. that? Should I be doing that? And so you're like, no, these are the basics that I've been teaching you, these are the basics you should be doing and achieving. I think that's a part of self-sabotage too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to move on to the next thing when you haven't even, you know, really mastered the the thing in front of you. So, but, uh, yeah, this is, it's just, you know, weight loss is a very, a very interesting psychological aspect. And, you know, I always tell people to, you know, the weight on the outside, sometimes you can have, you know, they call them skinny fat people or whatever, oh, but, yeah. and you can have people that are very fit, but they have so much emotional weight on the inside that it's like, it all comes back to how you speak about your life, how you think about your life and how you feel about yourself. That is what is so key and so important. And some people carry their weight on the outside. Some people carry their weight on the inside. Mm-hmm. And some people do both.
1: Well, it's know. like the guy from, uh, that was just on, twitch that was with ellen i mean there's a prime example right like Mm, his life is literally i mean they've made a post like the day before of their anniversary doing their dancing and nobody thought the wildest dreams but he was obviously carrying a lot of weight inside you know and 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 it just shows that's where it shows i mean it's it's people just don't realize that and i was telling our group i'm like how many athletes have come out and said like man they're depressed and mental, mentally like, da da, da and, and they're getting up every day to show up to play basketball still. But it's like, and they have millions of dollars. And it just proves that that doesn't, that's not going to lead to, to where you want to be of happiness, you know? And so um, I think that's, it's, it's exactly right. And that's why it's just so, that's why in our coaching program, people come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to lose the weight. And then they find out real quickly that I'm diving in on their mindset so fast. that It's like, whoa okay i didn't expect this you know and i'm like yeah you didn't but that's where we're going and so Mm -hmm. it's such a powerful thing because when you master the mind you can master like there's nothing that could stop you you know like literally nothing could stop you so it's it's like david goggins always says it's literally the most biggest and strongest weapon that you have like literally you master the mind you have the best weapon in the world and it's like that is so true it's so Mm -hmm. true so yeah no totally oh
0: my gosh so going into the new year, I'm going to try like heck to get this podcast out for the new, like right at the new year. What say somebody's sitting there listening to this podcast, say they are, you know, 40 pounds overweight, say they're 200 pounds overweight and they're just sitting there feeling defeated, stuck and just are like, ugh. What would be like one or two things that you would recommend that they try to add into their daily routine just to start to lift them out of that?
1: I would just say just like if they haven't done like five minutes of something to get uncomfortable a little bit every single day. That's what I would do. And I would start right there. I wouldn't set this huge, massive milestone because they need to get something that they're going to win. So they need to identify that and win at it. Win every single day and build from there. And if they think it's not enough, they just need to look back and look at what they've been doing. You know, it is more than what they were doing before. And literally, that's all that matters. And then don't stop. Like, that's the biggest thing is they cannot stop. And if they think they're going to get to a goal and they'll be able to stop, I always tell people when it comes to transformation, they need to look at this as like, I'm doing it forever. This is the one thing, and I would tell them this is the one thing that you will never retire from. Like everyone can retire from the job. They can retire from playing this. But transformation game and doing the that game never stops. It doesn't matter how old you are. That's the game that you can't retire from and you're going to kick your feet up. It's the same things you're doing. So that's what I would say and look at it that way. Like, hey, I'm doing something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And if it's five minutes of movement every single day for the rest of my life, and that's even if they get physically fit, and if they if they only just commit to five minutes every single day and they go over that, great. But if they always hit that one thing every single day, it's a win. That's what I would say. Just get a win every single day. So no matter what, when you put your head down as if it's the most chaotic day, the worst day of your life, I did my thing that I committed to, and it's five minutes, and I won. I won. So like mine, and it's so, so simple is I don't drink regular soda because I used to drink regular soda all the time. And every single day that I don't drink regular soda, that's all that matters. So if the rest of the day was chaos and I didn't get anything in, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I can put my head down and be like, I made that commitment to not drink regular soda and I won. And so it's like nine years now I've done that. So it's like every day I have won. Instead of going into the mindset of I didn't do all this other stuff, even if I ate off plan or I didn't get my workout in, Or something like that. I can say, though, no, my one commitment was I didn't drink soda, so I won. So Mm, I keep it
0: simple. I love that. Yeah, so start small, have your win each day, and be consistent.
1: Be consistent. And it's going to build the belief. So
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. It's so amazing. Well, Bruce, thank you so much for joining me today. And please let everyone know where they can reach you on social media or online.
1: Yeah, so just on Bruce Pitcher on Instagram and then Facebook, Bruce Pitcher too, and then we have a YouTube series called Larger Than Life. Um it's in, and it's about transforming people's lives, so and that's when it's cool. Just larger than life Bruce Pitcher on YouTube. So it's that's my baby. So I love that thing. So yeah, if you want to go see some trans- amazing transformations, go and uh, watch those episodes. So it's cool.
0: Awesome. And I'll put that in the show notes for all of our listeners. So thank you so much for joining us today. And yeah, we look forward to following you. Thank you.